From BLC Studios in Mankato, Minnesota, this is the Maverick Hockey Live Podcast. That kept in the zone by Toomey, zipped it to Charlie Girard to Michaelis up front, and he'll get it out to Durant's stick and he'll score! Dallas Durant's tic-tac-toe back of the net. Boy, that was sweet how the Mavericks kept it. Get a look behind the net. Plays it up on top to Scheid, who dances into the high slot. Back to Michaelis. Michaelis a shot, and it came back out, and Parker Toomey buries it into the upper right-hand corner. Power play marker for Toomey. 92 seconds to spare on the man advantage. And Minnesota State. With your host, Marissa Voss. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of Maverick Hockey Live Podcast. I am your host, Marissa Voss. This Maverick team did not disappoint as they brought up the brooms against Lake State with a 5-1 win on Friday and a 2-0 win on Saturday. With those wins, they have gone to a nine-game winning streak, and they have stayed at the number one spot for the fifth consecutive week. Your Maverick team is traveling to Marquette, Michigan to take on the Wildcats of Northern Michigan this weekend. We caught up with number 23 senior forward captain Nick Rivera and number two junior defenseman Connor Mackey. We talked to them about what has gone good up to this point in the season. I'm going to be throwing in my comments in there about the Lake State series, what they did good, what they could do better, and what the Mavericks need to do to escape Northern Michigan with a couple wins. It's a beautiful day to talk hockey, so let's get started. Welcome back, guys. We are going to be hearing from Connor and Nick in just a second about if this is where they expected to be this far in the season. I'm going to make a couple comments myself. I don't know if you can expect to be number one for the fifth consecutive week and go on a nine-game winning streak. You can expect it a little bit maybe with the winning streak park because of their success they had last year. I mean, Jeff Sauer and the championship and, you know, the clinching the conference. I think all of that is super great, only having one loss at home. You can kind of expect that, especially with only losing really Max Cota last year and getting all these newcomers. But, I mean, I don't think anyone expects to go into the number one spot. Yeah, well, at this point, we're going to be want, wanted to be at the number one spot for the fifth consecutive week. Yep. I think day by day is the kind of thing that this team is going to look at. I talk to a lot of the guys, and they th- say, you know, it's one game. We go one game after the other. We don't look, okay, so we have the Mariucci Classic coming up next week or in two weeks. That's the one we're looking at. No, we're going to look at Northern Michigan. We're going to take our break. Then we're going to look at all the teams in Mariucci Classic, right? Day by day, step by step. And I think that, you know, this, these two leaders in the group kind of elaborate on that a little bit. So we're going we're gonna to go on to them, and you can hear their comments on this question. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have high expectations for the year, so um, uh, I don't know if it's surpri- surprising, but uh, yeah, we're just happy where we're at, and um, we're happy with our, our first half so far. It's just got to close out this weekend, get two big wins, and then uh, move into 2020 on a roll. Yeah, you know, we're, uh, we're a team that likes to focus at, uh, each game uh, on our own play, and we know uh, we're, we were capable of uh, accomplishing great things, and that's, uh, we had goals that we set early on the year, and uh, we just try to take it day by day, and uh, I think we've done a good job holding each other accountable to that so far. The next question that is going to be asked is, are they enjoying the run? Are they having fun with what's going on? And I think, how can you not have fun, right? You're the number one team in the nation. There's 
even for one week, even for however long, you've got a great team. You've got a second family. They spend so much time together. You're enjoying the sport that you love and you're having success. There's no way that you can't enjoy all of that. I mean, it's just a common thing throughout life and sports. If you're doing a sport that you love, even if you're doing bad at it, yes, it can be a little difficult, but you're still playing that sport and you still have the opportunity, opportunity to do well. And I think speaking of doing well, they're doing fantastic. So I think that's what they're going to talk about. All right, well, now we're going to tape it on over to their quest their questions and their answers and hear from them. Anytime you, uh, you're able to get a couple points uh, for the team, it's awesome. And you got to really take uh, – you can't take those for granted because those don't come very easy, especially in college hockey with the short season. So I think we've had a great time so far, and we're, uh, we're looking forward to closing out the first half uh, in Marquette. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's been, it's been a fun ride. Um, uh, like Riff said, just taking it day by day, but uh, we are enjoying the wins. Um, so then uh, we hit the reset button on Monday. So every every week's a new week. Every every weekend's a new challenge for us. So, um, but yeah, it's been a good ride so far. Just got to keep it going. The next question that's going to be asked is: In the second half of this season, you're going to see a lot of road series. You know, this Maverick team in the first half has had a lot of home series. We've had a couple road series, but it's been majority home, and we play well at home. I mean, obviously, one loss last year. We've only got one loss and one tie this year. So being at home is really really important. But we haven't done bad on the road. I think we've swept almost every place that we've been to on the road. We'll see how Northern Michigan scrapes us up this next weekend. But basically, he's there. It's going to ask is is it going to be hard? What do you have to do to maintain your record? What can you do to get through it? Is it going to be a grind or is it going to be pretty easy? College hockey on the road is not easy, guys. I mean, I guess I don't know. Never played hockey. I'd like to say that I'm a bender for most part, but I would just assume seeing from the guys and hearing them that it's a challenge going to someone else's place and showing up and taking a couple W's from them or trying your best. It's it's hard, even with a good team. You're not in your home atmosphere. They've got their fans. They've got their big crowds. It's, it's a grind. So I think this is going to be a very big test to how good this team can be and how good this team is. If they're going to go about this second half of this season and come out with very good, I mean, very good road series records then I think we're all going to be impressed I think we're all going to be happy with it but it's just going to be how they go about this we're going to be hearing from Connor and Nick about this question I don't think too much changes I mean uh going to northern the big we got the big sheet this weekend so that's a little different but um yeah just our details are uh we just keep honing our details I think um is the biggest thing uh like yeah not not a ton changes I mean we we can kind of play any game so um you know, we focus on our game more than the other team's game and um, just go from there. You know, we, uh, we clearly take pride at playing at home and uh, our record uh, for the past couple years has shown that. And uh, at the end of the day, though, in NCAA, you got to be able to win some road games towards the end of the year. And um, if that's where you want to be at the, the long haul, you got to win a road game. So that's what we like to look forward to. And uh, we're just taking it step by step to get to that route. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind it. I, I like it. Uh, just a little more coverage in the D zone, a little more work to, to ice to cover. But uh, yeah, you get a little more time and space out there, so you can make some plays. Uh, so I, I enjoy the uh, the big sheet. So I'm sure our team does too. It's it's fun. Yeah, like you said, uh, I mean we're a really good team. Uh, clearly, we uh, rely on our speed, uh, speed and size. So we like to put that forward, and on a big sheet, we're able to use that uh, to our ability. And you know, like you said, we play there for the next couple of uh, games on a big sheet. So um, we're gonna have to learn how to adjust, and that's part of our whole season, just learning how to adjust in some, uh, tight areas and all that kind of stuff. So we're looking forward to it.
beautifully said by Connor and Nick. I love to pull these guys for interviews because obviously you just heard very great answers, long-winded, and they know their hockey, obviously. They talked a little bit about Northern Michigan and how hard it's going to be, so we're going to jump on into that, and I'm going to give you some statistics. All right, so this series started out, this series, them playing each other, started out in 2013-2014. The Mavericks are 5-2-3 all-time versus NMU when games are played in Marquette. The Mavericks are 13-4-3 against NMU. This is an all-time overtime record there and at the Mankato Civic Center. But the Minnesota State Mavericks have won the last three meetings. Last series was at NMU, and they swept 3-2 on Friday and 8-2 on Saturday in 2018 and 2019. And this will be their fourth road series. Anytime you go to another person's place or another team's place and you play some hockey and you try to get out with a couple of W's, it's going to be rough and it's going to be hard. But this Maverick team needs to keep the Wildcats to the neutral zone, not allow them in the defensive zone as much. Obviously, we've got a great goalie in the back and he'll make a lot of stops but to prevent them from coming in as much as possible and give Dryden a little break is what we need to get done we also need to be very aggressive with going to their defensive zone we need to attack in the first period we need to not stay sleepy you know I thought against Lake State we've come out a couple a little bit slow and a little bit slower in the games especially on Saturday night whenever we win on Friday I can see the transition and I can see the we're a little bit slower. We're not playing with as much confidence until we come alive in the second. But, I mean, overall, I think from the Lake State series, even though Coach talked about, you know, even if you in the second game on Saturday, it was a 2-0 two, two win, but the first period was a good game, even though they hadn't scored a goal. And they play good hockey, don't get me wrong, but against a team like Northern Michigan, they're going to want to wake up a little bit earlier. I think the power play has been great, and I think it could – it's going to get better against this series. I think you look at UMD, and it was 50% when they went up to UMD, which is absolutely astonishing. Shane talked about in the last episode that 30% is great. Anything above that is really good, but to get 50% is just fantastic. And I think when they go to another place, their power play spikes a little bit. It gets really good, and I think we're on a hot streak right now. So I would not be surprised to see the power play do very, very well. I'm looking forward to see this series. I'm looking forward to play a tough team on the road and see how this comes out, especially with we've been playing at home a lot. And this second half of the season is going to be tough, but I think this Mav team will take off. All right, now we're going to talk a little bit about LSSU recap. We're going to dip into Friday night, okay? So McKay and Smith this week garnered WCHA Rookie and Goaltender of the Week for back-to-back weeks. Presser, so every single game afterwards, coach goes into a presser, and you can find those on YouTube on the Minnesota State channel. You guys want to listen to those because I listen, I sit in on those, and they're fantastic. They're great to hear what Coach Hastings thinks they did well, applauds the other team if the other team did well, and everything like that. So he goes into elaborate. I mean, the Mavs shared and moved the puck well on Friday. They played with confidence. First period was solid without a goal. Good to see the power play was taken advantage of. And Ian Scheid's best game of hockey all year. Made good decisions with the puck, put the puck in good places, and we need him to play like that more. So we're going to go into who scored on this 5-1 win. The first goal of the night was Dallas Gerrads, assisted by Mark Michaelis and Charlie Gerard. 
Parker Toomey was the second goal, assisted by Mark Michaels and Ian Scheid. Spooner was the third, assisted by Charlie Girard. Then Jake Jeremko, who was assisted by Nathan Smith and Ian Scheid again. And we got Spoons again with an assist by Jack McNeely and Andy Carroll. So we got Charlie, two assists. Mark, two assists. Ian, two assists. Spoons, two goals. Overall, great game. Like, I think we come out on Friday night and we just, we wake up and we get after. We really come alive. It's always the big wins. Even if you look at UAA, we had a 7-1 win and you look at all the other Friday night games and we come out and we are just hungry to get a W and get that first win. Because the first win of the series, I mean, we usually get the first win of the series. So we get the momentum and we carry the momentum from Friday night to Saturday night. But if for some reason you lose on Friday night, I think it's going to be pretty hard to get that Saturday win. Because the other team is carrying the momentum and you're trying to and you're trying to build your forces and you're trying to take that away. And I think it'll be... Pretty difficult. We're going to go into then Saturday. We are going to be talking about Saturday night's game, and then we're going to be moving towards the presser. Night was earned, and it was a pretty hard win. Defensive game was great. Power plays were tried, but couldn't get one past goaltender. The momentum off the power play was needed and good. As long as we're getting looks and the momentum, coach is very happy. Big crowds bring big energy into the building. Spike in attendance was key for helping Mavs with momentum. The fans have been passionate and supportive. They are a definite difference maker. Mark tied Bryce Gervais for all-time shorthanded goals in Mav history. Two on the year and nine overall. He goes in to talk about how Mark was the difference maker too in this. He played a great role. He was the great leader. He had his shorthanded goals. He made timely decisions with the puck, where to put it where to go, and he just had an overall great game. Mark had the first goal of the night and was assisted by Jared Spooner. And then, guess who? Jake Jeremko had the second goal, which was assisted by Nathan Smith and Connor Mackey. Like I've been saying, Saturday night we get a little bit slower, but as long as you show up, that's what it takes. The night was earned by far. Mittens played a great game, and LSSU played a great game. They really came out and attacked this Mav team. They came out with power. They came out with that oomph and yeah we were expecting it but I think we really came alive when we got that goal from Mark and that carried the momentum I talked to Mark after his shorthanded goal and I talked to him about Bryce Gervais and that I mentioned that in the question and he kind of gave the look of yeah I know but let's go those guys don't think about those things that much we would think that they do we think about all these records like wow, okay, maybe he's like tallying down who gets who and who gets what. But they're just thinking about the game. They're thinking about what we have to do to win. Um, I don't care about these records. Yeah, it's cool at the end. Maybe it's cool to hear it, but it's not the main goal. What the main goal is to win games, get points, get up in the WCHA standing and, you know, get up in the NCAA standing and in the end, pairwise. Pairwise is always a big thing too. I hear from guys, and this is a testament to the fans, but I would love to see more fans there. Pack the crowd because... It was electric against Lake State, and I think that helps so much with this team. If you can get the crowd into it early, oh, man, you're in trouble. So, fans, come on down. Come to the next series and pack the stands because this Mav team loves it and they need it. That's all we got for this episode. I am sad to say this, but it needs to be said. I'm going to be taking, and everyone at Maverick Hockey Live is going to be taking a little bit of a break. We're going to be taking a two- to three-week break 
to spend time with family during Christmas time, go home as I am a college student and I do live in this podcast room, but I'm going to be spending some much needed time away from the podcast room down in my hometown with my family. So you're not going to be hearing much from me, but don't worry, we will be back. We've got Alaska Fairbanks on January 3rd and 4th, and I'm going to be here for that on Tuesday talking to some guys. So mark your calendars for that, and I will be back shortly. But I just wanted to give a thank you to Coach Hastings, Connor, and Nick, and then also um, Mike Sullivan, KTOE, for the goal calls. And I just want to also thank everyone else for listening. This episode is out now, Apple and Spotify. And as always, subscribe from everyone here at Maverick Hockey Live and from Maverick Hockey Weekend. Have a blessed and happy holidays. We will hear from you guys real soon. See ya.